Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle 24-7. Today is the 22nd of September, 2018, and today we have the Super Highland Games man with us, the great Francis Brebner I'm going to bring in shortly here. Um, this will be our second show. We would have had one probably almost a month ago now, but... We had so many technical issues that week that I straightened out, and Francis has been very busy traveling, as everyone knows, with the Highland Games. He is the man at the helm. So we finally were able to work out our schedules, and I got him on on a Saturday afternoon, which seems to be, it seems to work with a lot of people here, and I like it because um, I don't have a lot of strain of a job and everything else going on on a Saturday, and I love doing Saturday shows. But before I bring Francis in, let me give you a little information on this gentleman. As soon as I can move this thing over here, let's get this moved, and then we'll be good. Okay, number one, we'll get this here. This gentleman is formerly of Peterhead, Scotland, long-distance runner, a bodybuilder, a power lifter, an arm wrestler, strongman, and a Highland Games champion. And as I said the first time when Francis came on here and I spoke with him, you know, prior to the first show, um, it's like a lot of the guys that have been on here um, or people that I've really made friends along the way. Um, when I was a kid, I used to, I, I've got every Milo from the very first one, Francis grace the cover not only a number of times but there always seemed to be an article about him and that's where my first introduction to this gentleman was like many to think as a kid I used to read about these gentlemen these champions and here they are on the show and Francis has been very gracious in support outside of here which I can't thank him enough among many and Charlie Oliphant was who put me in connection with Francis. And, and Charlie knows. I thank Charlie. Um, Charlie and a number of people have been really good behind the scenes with me because they, they know how good this show is. And they want to see it thrive and get bigger and bigger. And yours truly wants to do that too. So that's how I got in touch with Francis. But I'd known of him for decades um uh just interesting stuff so we're going to talk about a number of things today we're going to talk about one thing that's very near and dear to my heart and this is something that francis has plenty of experiences with we're going to talk about the making of a champion it all goes with all the things he's been in the lately um number one is the hungarian stones of strength and then we had a, he had a big meet in Oklahoma. This was for the Women's Highland Games World Championships. And we're going to talk about uh, the IHGF series where this is uh, a big qualifier for next weekend, as a matter of fact. So, with no further ado, Francis, welcome back to Motivation and Muscle. It's always an honor to have you back. And before I bring him in, too, they've been working on a website. And it's going to be called, once it's all ironed out totally, HighlandAthletes.com. So no, with no further ado, welcome back, my friend. Well, great to be back on the show, Eric, and uh, talking with you once again. Thank you very much for having me. Always, man. This is, you know, Francis, this is what it's all about. Um, and I think a lot of people are starting to understand it all over that. Listen here, as I've heard people even out putting things up, 
that sounds like a lot of the verbiage we talk about here. So either they're coming up with it on their own or they're listening to the show and it's getting through to them. And I hope it's a little of both because that's what, you know, that's why the show was started. I did this for one reason. Well, for a number of reasons, but I'll tell you the main reason and we're going to get started. Like yourself, but I, I, and I'll ask you that question. I, I was very tired because I, I, I like radio. I, I like listening to radio. I always have. Um, if I can listen to baseball, I'll listen to it on the radio before I will watch TV. For one reason, if they're good announcers, I find it spectacular to listen to because you can visualize and put yourself right there. But the main thing was, and right to today, I can't stand the rhetoric that's going on with so many things now. Um, it's all of a negative sort, and we all have negative things in our life. We it, we all experience it, but you got to learn to get rid of it. And I wanted something that was very positive. When you listened here, I wanted you to be uplifted. I wanted you to inspire you to go out and do something that maybe you've been sitting on for decades. I want with everyone here to help you get rid of your fears. Get rid of the, the failures you feel that you can never come back from, among many things. And I know we're doing great things out there, and we're going to do more and more and more. That was one of my primary reasons to do this, because I just felt, even a lot of the podcast shows I was, I've listened to, a lot of them have to get their point across with four-letter words all over the place. Now, we're not perfect by any means we get very uh passionate about things and sometimes things slip but the reason why i have really cleaned it up not that i thought we were that bad was this we are bringing in younger and younger listeners and frankly i know older listeners don't really want to hear that stuff and i don't think that shows intelligence either if that's what you've got to do to get an audience so the main thing here is this we're going to keep spreading m&m and we are going to be a national show, period. Now, with that in mind, Francis, what do you feel right now, especially, you know, you've been on many shows, interviews, and all that. Mm-hmm. What do you feel right now? I mean, you heard what I said, Why? one of the reasons why I, I uh, had the concept, had the creative process of motivation and muscle. Where do you think we're kind of going media-wise? I mean, this is a, this is, um, a channel that... It's more than just strongman, you know, stone lifting, power rack, Highland Games, MMA, all that. We're more than that. And right now I am even getting, you know, you know my feeling with the mental stuff. And I know all the stuff I'm putting myself through and changing. What do you feel with all that's going on with this genre? Because I know I had a number of people on from The Gathering. And they said one of the things there that was talked about was motivation, muscle, like crazy. What do you think we need to do to keep pushing not only motivation, muscle, but just what we love to do? I mean, you are so big with the Highland Games. I mean, you know, you are the leader, okay? You got a lot of great people around you, but the the bottom line is it's you here. What do we got to do at this point right now to keep getting our message out, you think? Well, I, I think what you're doing right now is is fantastic. You know, it's it's refreshing. It's it's you know you're getting different perspectives for for different athletes for, for all different backgrounds, and uh, you know uh, just hearing their their views on on the 
on everything is uh, it's very very uh, refreshing yep. and yep. and everything is positive and uh, that's what I like that's what I like about it all and uh, and uh, you know not just reading about but you're actually listening to the to the people yeah. actually oh, yeah. podcasts which is uh, uh, gives you a kind of closer connection to everything that you're hearing and and uh, I think it's great. And uh, what you're doing is you're on a you're on a path. It can only it can only go on. You know, it's uh, yeah, yep. it's, it's, it's great. And well, uh, you know what? I agree. I totally agree with you with everything you said. But and you made a great point. You let the other people talk, which is interesting. You know, Francis. There's one thing I won't do for anyone, and I've had people not come on because of it. I will not give you ten questions ahead of the show. And I'll tell you why. And you, I'm sure you know because you've dealt with it. Then the show sounds about as authentic as nothing. Okay? If I'm preparing you, and look, anybody that knows me, anybody I've interviewed, I've never pulled any baloney on anybody. You know, I know people do things like that. They show you up or they'll ask you a question that you're like, well, I'm, I can't talk about that. Um, that'll never happen here. The reason why I like, I like the spontaneity. I like the idea that... Okay, like when I st- when I spoke to Jack Shanks, Jack and Stevie told me off the air, uh, nobody ever asked his father some of the questions I asked. And it was just simple stuff like, Jack, who were your heroes when you were growing up? Do you believe in all the interviews and all the years Jack Shanks has been around, nobody's ever asked him who his heroes were? Okay, people are sending me notes. They're like, this is phenomenal, man. We know we you know, it's not just that he he did the Denny's, which is monumental. You could go to the netherworld with that with that pedigree. But it's it's things you said it. You get personal with people. I want to know what Francis is doing. What's he thinking? What is there something that you wanted to tell the world? But nobody ever asked you. All right. That is radio. That's golden radio right there. Go ahead, take it. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you. Yeah, getting personal and you know asking the different questions and stuff you can like it's never been asked before. Right. It's 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 interesting. It is. It builds, Look, it, uh, if you're uh, gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna live and die only with lifting things, you're gonna die on the radio. Yeah. yeah. That's what's gonna happen. But on that note. I can't wait to hear about the Hungarian Stones of Strength. Let's start off with that. Uh, give everybody a little bit of background, if you would, please, and uh, let's let's hit it head on, my friend. Well, uh, the Hungarian Stones of Strength uh, uh, was held at uh, Lake Balaton, close to Lake Balaton, at uh, Kenzie Castle there, and uh, Adam uh, Doraj of Hungary, he is... Uh, uh, a partner with me in the, the, the IHGF. He's the vice president. And uh, he does a great job of promoting events in various places in Hungary, Croatia, Romania. Yep. And uh, all the events are televised for for uh, TV there. And they're also uh, shown on social media. And uh, the locations are just fantastic. It looks after athletes great. And uh, but the competition it was uh, held just recently in in Hungary. It was held at Kinsey Castle, and we had uh, 
athletes from uh, Hungary, Holland, Croatia, uh, Romania compete, and, and it was it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything took place uh, in the the inside grounds of the castle. Uh, with wow. one event, did the entrance to the castle with a good crowd of people there uh, watching. And uh, this castle, just to give a little bit of history about the castle, uh, Paul Kinsey, he was uh, a great uh, warrior way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And never lost, never lost a battle. And he was also a great strongman. And the king... Uh, uh, was uh, I think close to one of the the, the battles or, or something I kind of I kind of remember rightly. Anyway, he come with a millstone in his hand with a drink placed on top of it, <laughs> and he yep. he presented this to the the king, and the king was was so impressed uh, with his uh, strength and uh, as, as a as a person, you know, uh, never losing a battle. He uh, presented him with a castle, mm-hmm. which was named after himself, Kinsey Castle. Interesting. And, uh, so it was a, a fitting uh, castle from a, you know, with the background of a, a great uh, war hero, strong man. It, it, this competition was taking place there. You know, we had uh, five five events in all took place within the castle. We mm-hmm. had. Uh, Overhead stone print. We had the the stone carry. Yep. And the 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 stone to shoulder for reps. Nice. And we had a stone medley. Uh, It was a a very uh, demanding uh, uh, competition. It was. Uh, on the athletes, but uh, you know it's it's why competitions are meant to be absolutely. Uh, you know, demanding. I, can, I don't want to interrupt you, but can I ask you one question? Because I don't want to forget this. Uh, is any of this stuff out on YouTube? Because a lot of times the listeners will want to know if they can see any of this. Do you have anything out there, or is it where would it be if you had it? We've gotten forty shows, forty TV shows altogether. Okay, it's on YouTube, you can type in. IHGF Highland yep. Games. Okay. Or you can, there's a link to IHGF European TV, and you can go on there and you can get the Highland Games uh, competitions, world championships. Beautiful. And also Stones of Strength, the men's, I think the, the women's is up also. Okay. Well, for maybe for last year, but yeah, there's like 40 shows here, and there's links to to them all once you go to the to the site, you know. Yeah, you know and, what I'm uh, going to do too is I'm going to go out and grab a few of them. I'll put them out on Etched in Stone because um, yeah, that that'll give you a little bit uh, of press if no one's ever heard of it, and it'll draw some people to your uh, uh, YouTube channels, and eventually I'm sure you'll have stuff up on your website once it's live. And especially yeah. when you're on here with me, we'll run links off your show from here to mm-hmm. your new website. So that'll get you some traffic there, too. But go ahead. I, I, I didn't want to interrupt, but I wouldn't have remembered. And I wanted to get that. So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, we've gotten shows from, from all over, uh, professional uh, world championships, Alaska to 
Brez, we are France, uh, just all, all over, all yeah. over the place. Germany, uh, just just everywhere. Norway, just all over. Some great, great, great shows. Great shows. Uh, well, you know, you know, it's interesting too when you speak about this because Charlie and I were talking because when he just had that his Highland Games, um, which was quite a success by the sounds of it, and, and some of yeah. the stuff they were putting up. Um, Charlie said this to me, and we had one night we had Stevie Shanks and Charlie on together with me. And they said the Highland Games and the gathering with the Denny Stones is literally exploding everywhere. And Stevie said that, you know, Stevie sent me a beautiful note and um, um, a memento from the gathering thanking me for everything we've done with, with stone lifting here, because he said your, your show was mentioned so much at the gathering and Douglas um, Graham, who's been doing some stuff here for quite a while with me was over there and he interviewed so many people, you know, Jack Shanks, uh, Jim Splain. Um, mm-hmm. He did a, he, you know, you, I'm sure you know that Lee Holland Keene was the, uh, Next woman who just lifted the Denny Stones oh, in her mouth. Yeah. She was, she was just oh. on. She, um, Francis, she was just on here. What an incredible show we did! Unbelievable. But my point of the matter, and I'll give it right back to you, is this: we're seeing a trend now of all this type of stuff, mm-hmm. whether it's the Stones or the combination of the Stones and the Highland Games. We're seeing it now, younger kids, especially with Char. I'll tell you, we talked about this last time. I can't say enough about Charlie Oliphant with with, with the um, Art Blair Stones and what he's doing for the sport. These kids are, you know, six, seven years old and a little older, and they're all getting a taste of the Atlas Stones. Yeah. This is incredible mm-hmm. stuff, Francis. I'm telling you. Yeah. We don't That's know something- what's... Yeah, that's go ahead. something is is going to to be with them for life. They're going to remember and oh, yeah. the first experience at lifting a stone, and you, you know it's 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 going to be like instilled in them. You know, I agree. I you know I'm telling you right now, that between the three of us alone, and well four with Stevie here, and there's many more. I'm not leaving anybody out. Believe me. We have an opportunity, and I think these guys are realizing now what's going on big time because they see it. Just the stats of more and more people coming in. We we have an opportunity here, I'm positive of it, to explode these two areas of strength. I really believe that. I'm talking to the point where you know my feeling with the show where I want to mainstream it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm telling you, I'm doing some stuff with my niece right now. And, you know, I built little sandbags for her and my nephew. Wait till you see this product I'm putting out in Etchington Stone for kids. It's going uh-huh. blo- to blow your mind what I'm, gonna, what I'm doing. And this is what I've said to everybody. Now, I know with the caber it might be a little bit, but I'm sure if there's a will, there's a way. I mean, you can cut any size you want for a pole. My point is this. My belief is with the stones and everything. That the beauty of what we do with that stuff, you can make that stuff any size you want. People are always thinking, well, I don't want to lift a 300-pound stone. Well, no one's asking you to, and you're not going to do it out of the gate anyways if you wanted to. But why can't you start with a 2550 and a 75-pound sandbag? Okay? And then gravitate 
if you want to, into bigger stones. If you don't, you can gravitate into bigger sandbags. I trained a guy here one time, almost specifically on sandbag training and a trap bar deadlift, among the smaller things, you know, like the neck, the forearms, the wrists, all the things you need to grab and hold and squeeze. And I took this guy from 271 pounds of fat, and we used the old York iron boots for all abdominal stuff. Uh-huh. I took him I took him down to 224 in 10 months, Francis. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So That's anybody really tries to tell me that sandbags and trap bar deadlifts don't work, they don't know what they're talking about. Period. Yeah, but really but we'll get on that on another time. All right. So what else what else was going on um uh, with with the um stones of strength? What else would you want to add to that, sir? Yeah. Uh, well, as, as we're saying, we had a great competition here in uh, at the Kinsey Castle. Idle, yep. Idle be up on uh, YouTube probably maybe later in the year. Okay. That show. Yep. And uh, uh, this last weekend, we was in uh, Oklahoma, broken yep. out of Oklahoma. First time I've ever been here. Great, great venue. Uh, great setting. And we had the Women's World Highland Games Championships. I tell you, what a competition it was! What a lineup uh, a, a woman competing yep. in the in the lineup. You know, uh, Adrian Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been a five times World Highland Games champion. Uh, she was in the lineup there competing, and uh, she. Uh, she won a few of it. Actually, set a, a record, a ground record in the in the stone air. Okay. Uh, but it was uh, Olivia Tyler, Olivia Tyler, uh, Spencer Tyler's wife, had, had won the competition. Yep. And she placed high throughout the whole competition, and she actually went on to set <clears throat> a world record in the ten pound sheaf over the bar. She broke the world record by. Uh, three inches uh, was her record was 35 three yeah 35 three the world record previous was 35 feet and she was in form but all these the women competing uh, were you know they were the best the uh, yep. the best you could hear competing it was a fantastic competition you know and that uh, was on a Saturday yep. the women's world Highland games championships. And then on the Sunday, we had the 10th and final leg as a qualifier for the All-American Highland Games Championships, uh, which is going to be held at the end of... uh, A fact, it's going to be next weekend. Next weekend, yep. So we've had 10 qualifiers throughout America. So one athlete for each of the qualifiers going through to the finals. And uh, it was a great competition. Corey Summers yep. of Oklahoma City, just incredible throwing all the way through. But you know what impressed me the most was his throw and the weight over the bar. Yep. You know, he's about maybe two, 255 maybe. Yep, yep. Yeah, <clears throat> He missed. He hit the height, but he just missed seventeen six. Wow! I just, just incredible. Yeah, just yeah. In, in, incredible, uh, <clears throat> incredible throwing. He he cleared seventeen. He went for it seventeen six. It comes so so close, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember 
were speaking way back in the day if, and you know, between 40 and 15 feet would have won a, yeah. uh, a major competition in Scotland. And now we've got a breed, a breed of athletes, this young generation that's coming up, you know, 15, 16 feet. It's, it's nothing. Yeah. You know, yep. it's like 17 feet. You know, Kyle Lilly, Corey Summers, Skylar Arneson. We've got the Dunbar, the American Highland, mm-hmm. oh, and much more athletes, you know, uh, 16, 17 feet, just incredible. But I think, you know, the the training nowadays is uh, maybe, you know, a, a, a little different with the yep. mere explosive movements. Yep. You know, back when, when I was throwing, you can, you can see it was kind of Rocky Balboa style. Yep. You know, yep. uh, maybe short sprints on the beach for, uh, for uh, 30 meters and stuff like that, you know. But nowadays they've got all this polymetrics and different exercises for the speed and everything. And, and it's shown, you know. But a lot of these athletes as well come in for track and field backgrounds. Yeah. And yeah. They've, they've, got the, they've got the theory uh, behind it all. A lot of them can pick it up. Uh, you can, all the you know, civil events, but they can pick it up a little bit. Uh, uh, easier, I think, we're coming for a throwing background. I never had a throwing background. I just come right into the Highland Games. But a lot of these athletes coming in uh, are, are making a, bit, a big impression. Corey Summers, uh, he's only been competing a few years. Uh, Kyle Lilly, that's him into the professional ranks now. A great star for the future, Kyle Lilly. Uh, I predict great things uh, from him, Kyle mm-hmm. Lilly. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a, a great uh, uh, influx of uh, athletes here in America. It's uh, it's really uh, it's really fantastic to watch, you know. And and you know me traveling doing all the games. Uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm seeing them and I'm seeing them improve for uh, year to year and actually for, for for month to month. Again, some of them I'll see in various games through the season, and it's great to see them. How they're progressing, you know, and, and this is all hard work. Yeah, all hard work. It, it, they're they're uh, putting into the sport, you know. Well, let and, me ask. Let me ask you this. You know, you mentioned the Rocky Balboa style. Yeah. Can 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 a Rocky Balboa style win anymore? Rocky Balboa style. Uh, yeah. I think back then. Everybody was kind of Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Yep. You know. Yep. But now, is 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 it's is it's changing? You get the decades change. Everybody's going with fit the seas working uh, for others. And, yep. And they're they're adopting it. Like I never like I thought maybe in sprints. Yeah. On the beach, on the sand, you know. Yep. Uh, I did some skipping and stuff. And. Most of my stuff was done on the field, actually throwing. I would spend as much as maybe 40 throws in a practice. Wow. Again, hammers, yeah. weight throwing. I, I loved it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, just, I just loved uh, getting out in the field. But obviously, there's all this other things for explosiveness now. It, yeah. Uh, everybody's uh, using But could uh, a, a Rocky Balboa style... Uh, I think it would be, it would be a lot tougher. Yeah, yeah. It would, it would be a lot tougher. Yeah. Um, lot let tough. let me ask you this too. I know you're talking about how much you were out in the field working your craft. 
is the weight room um, more, would you say it's used more now, maybe in a different way, or has even the weight room changed? Is it diminished more? Is it expanded? Or are we, you know, we know these athletes are strong and conditioned as hell. It just doesn't yeah. come by itself. But, you know, like you said, the, the, the explosiveness, and we know, I don't know, maybe they're doing Olympic lifting. I don't, I don't know. But what, what, yeah. what do you see? What is going on now in the weight room when we're talking here in 2018 with these athletes? Well, uh, just like what you're saying here, uh, the explosive movements, uh, mayor, they're doing a lot more uh, clean snatches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything mayor focused towards uh, speed, yep. uh, explosiveness, yep. uh, more than just, you know, just going in here and just lifting weights. Right, right, right. Trying to keep, everything is geared now yep. to, to, to help the, the, the throwing movements, the throwing yep. disciplines. Yep. Uh, you know, f- f- when I was... Uh, training back in the day, you know, a lot of my stuff, it wasn't so much, ex- I did a lot of high pulls. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, which helped my caber a lot. I, no, I, I wouldn't just do high pulls to the, to, the, to the Adam's apple. I would pull well above my head. Wow. Because the, the yep. caber, you're finishing yep. above your head. But, you know, you're not going to finish it just at your, uh, at your face, you know. Right, 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 so, right. So I trained that, and I think that kind of movements really helped me <clears throat> in the caber because uh, that was one of my better events and uh, uh, I, I would de- do things like for, uh, for example like uh, for weights for distance I do a lot of uh, flies mm-hmm. straight arm flies not bent arm but, but straight arm flies to get yep. as much strength as possible uh, so I, basically I would it, it, it wasn't there so much explosive uh, stuff at the time. I thought that was <clears throat> what was going to work best. Yeah. But now, if I was in this era, I would totally change everything. Everything yeah, that, would be yeah. changed. Everything. I would. I would uh, be doing all these explosive movements. Yep. Uh, I would have probably of. Give me my mere time in between the the training sessions, right? Because I, I, I was Eric, I was addicted. I to know, training. yeah. I, 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 I literally burned my cell out, I burned my cell out at the, the 37. I was yep. totally done, yep, you know, yep. And I wish looking back, uh, I maybe took in a month off in the season. I never, never did the time I started, yep, to the time I finished. I never took no time off. Nothing. Yeah. I was right, yep. as soon as the season finished, you know, we did the, the Scottish circuit. Uh, I'd come to the America here at the end of the season. Me and Ryan Vera would team up. We would stay. would stay at Paul Frenzy's. Yep. You know Paul Frenzy. Yep. Great athlete in his yep. day. Uh, we would stay with him for a month. Uh, tour of games. I would, I would come back to Scotland. Uh, be training. I'd go to Australia, New Zealand. I'd come back. It was just nonstop. Yep. And I wish, looking back now, it, uh, I could have taken a month off. I might have been able to to last longer. Maybe 
no need for knee replacements. Right, right. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, but, but you I, know. I, I, go ahead, Francis. Go ahead. Finish your yeah, thought. I, I just loved the ah, sport. Yeah. I, I love competing. I love the adrenaline, adrenaline rush. Yep. Uh, uh, the the feeling I got and. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just I just enjoy that uh, well, too, too know, much. You know no you know what it is though? You know, you gotta look at it on the flip side too. All right, we know more about recovery now than ever, okay? But look at the success you had, regardless, all right? Yeah, you gotta get this and that. Okay. That that's you know, when you wanna play life's game like this, there's gonna be things that are going to have to be fixed or looked at or thought about okay so yeah maybe it would maybe it would have lasted longer okay we don't know that we'll never know that but the thing is look at the success you had and to me you know I'm looking at a lot of things right now with a lot of different things in my life and one thing I will not do anymore is I will not take a walk backwards with anything now Okay, because there's nothing I can do to change it. But what I'm doing right now that is so um, heavy duty on me right now is I'm working on myself. And I'll tell you why. Because if I want to have this success, not only with my businesses, but when I go over to Iceland and, and, and finally hammer that who's to fell stone and get that monkey off my back finally. And go over to Latra, where I'm sure the tear initially started, and get those five stones. And then we're going to go to Scotland, and I've got plans already with that, with Charlie and Martin and all those guys. Stevie will be over from Ireland, obviously. And I sit here a lot of times, Francis, and I say, boy, would I like to be there right now? But right now, the conditions are the money goes into the businesses. And it's not real easy for me to be patient like that, but I have to be. And I'll tell you one thing I'm doing more and more. I'm honing my craft with these stones like I never have before. Because I'm training every time I go out and lift a stone, the idea, the visualization is to go away and destroy everything in my path. Mm-hmm. And... Stevie said to me on the last show and offline, because we're talking about doing some stuff together, Charlie and Stevie and I, possibly Lee too. But Stevie's like, you got to put this stuff down, what you're doing, and film it. I said, well, I've got film of some of it, but I, I'm not going to do it, and I'll talk to you offline about the reasons why right now. Yeah. Um, but there's an awful lot of information here that I could pass on to people. I've designed and had my buddy Alex build all these stones out of the steel, the exact dimensions of the Husafel stone. So that's what you train with. Because I get guys calling me saying, I build a Husafel stone. It's 12 inches on the side, and I can't seem to hold it. I'm like, number one, that's too wide. If you're going to use that, you're going to use that for very short distance with an empty stone. And you're going to use that to practice with if you want. But I said, you damn well better have strong biceps. Well, why? I said, you'll tear a bicep with a stone that wide on the side. Well, what what size is the stone? I said, it's exactly a hair over eight inches on both sides. So if you don't have the right components to do things, 
yeah. what's going to happen every time? You're going to get hurt or you're going to have massive failure all the time. And you're going to fail anyways on days. Some days you're just not going to be as strong, et cetera, et cetera, or recovered. So preparation and the ability to go out and create and build. And I'm going to circle it right back to what you said. If you had more time to restore, maybe you would have lasted a little longer. Maybe you would have, maybe you would not have. We don't know. We're never going to know that. But I know one thing with me right now. There is no going back. There is no more thinking about back. There's no more thinking about a tear of a bicep, nothing anymore. Because my whole thing right now is it's like a bull. Hard charging, unable to stop. And I think... That is the process yeah. people they need. Go ahead, take it. No, I, and, I, and they need it. I'm just laughing because you say like a ball unable to stop. That's how, that's how I was. I was unable to stop. You, know, I, I, you like, love uh, it. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. Francis, you love it. People don't understand this, man. Yeah. It's yeah. like – I remember, I, remember I went to, I went to the, the, the doctor. Yeah. And uh, I remember I was in – uh, Australia in New Zealand, I think Australia it was, and I remember uh, I was walking, I was coming down a hill, and my knees was was like locking up. I'd like bits of I don't know whatever in here floating about. Yep. And uh, I come back. I went to see the doctor. This is in Scotland. Yep. And I talked to him. I says, "Hey, uh, I want my." My knees cleaned up. I've heard that a lot of athletes getting this done, and and uh, you know they feel great and they can carry on. The doctor says, he says, look, he says, your knees, they're not good. He says, I would advise you to, to, quit, retire now for for, for the sport. Yep. I, <laughs> I just couldn't believe you. I says, no. I said. No, right, right. <laughs> I said no, and and so we actually argued back and forth. He was he's a good doctor, yeah. And he said, look, he says, I can I can clean your knees out. He says, but four or five years time you'll be back and you're you're going to be worse. And I'm thinking, are you okay? I got exactly five years. I got exactly what he said five years. But here's the thing, I wouldn't change nothing. What I mean by that is. It, you know, I've mentioned that I'd take a break at the at the end of the season, but I wouldn't change nothing, really. Yeah. Uh, for, for all that time that I had uh, competing uh, with the athletes, traveling, uh, it's it's priceless. You know. It, it's, yeah. It, 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 it's a way of life. You know, we talk physical culture. It's physical culture. You live it, breathe yeah. it, and you love it. And that's one of the things I feel that. What we do here with everyone, yourself, obviously, is if people can't understand our dedication to this, then they'll never understand dedication to anything. And the thing is, I stress with people so hard, whether it's on the show or outside when I meet people in the world, is this. You have to have something you love to do, and you have to be fully committed. Look, you know, you're married. I have girlfriends left and right. I do a lot of things. No matter what it is, no matter whom I'm with, I'm committed to you or it. Okay? Um, I'm committed to you being on this show. I'm committed to working with you on anything. 
that's what you do to build relationships and respect to one another. And, and I know there's an awful lot of instances out there where a lot of this is like, ah, that's old thinking. It's not old thinking. There's nothing like – I was talking to my buddy Joe who's here who I lifted with for years. And we were talking about that. And I was like, you know, what is so hard just to be nice to someone? And he goes, I don't know, brother. He goes, it's very hard. I said, look, I said myself, like I'm sure you and a lot of people – We've been burned by people. I just recently got burned pretty good by somebody who I thought was a very good friend. And you know what? It does still sting a bit, but it's not a scorpion kill. And what I found with all of this changing I'm doing over and over and new things coming in and people coming into my life that I never thought, I never thought I'd ever talk to Francis Brebner. I mean, this guy's a star, but now he's on Motivation Muscle. I read about him for years. Think about that, folks. John McKean, I'm working with him with all this monster, heavy, mid-range power rack work with these, with these isometric pushes that would just take you and grind you in half, all right, and a number of other people. I read about these gentlemen. I admired them. I learned from them. And you know what? Don't ever tell me things can't happen. John and Francis are on motivation and muscle. This is this is what I'm trying to tell you. You got to believe in your dream. You got to commit to it and go full bore no matter what happens, no matter what people tell you, no matter the loved ones you have if they hurt you and 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 don't support you. You're going to be the one standing there and people are going to be admiring you and wanting to hire you to talk to their groups, buy your products, offer solutions for people. Okay? So before you throw in the towel, folks, anybody out there or anybody that's sitting on the fence, by God, man, listen to what's happening with me. You know, and and not every day is great. I've told everyone that. But I'm telling you right now, when you get people like Francis and John in your life, people that you admired and followed when you were a young kid, it's pretty amazing. So don't, you know, don't get discouraged and don't let others put you down and and make you just hang it up. Take the punishment, man, and deal it back two times harder. It's all yours, Francis. Yeah, I've got to agree with what you're saying here. Yeah. You know, uh, I can relate to a lot of what what you're saying. Um, I remember when I first started out on, and uh, and I was looking for a sport, as you know, and I finally yeah. found it, which was which was Highland. I knew instantly, instantly, it, Highland Games. Uh, and when I got started, uh, I was totally hooked, hooked oh, yeah. on it, and uh, I was training nonstop, and I was working. <laughs> I was working the, with the, the city council, leisure and recreation department. And in the mornings, you can, all the guys, all the workers would gather, probably 20 of them or whatever. And, uh, and uh, in the morning, some of them would be early and they'd be talking. And on my squad, a very good friend of mine, he'd be, he'd be asking me, how do you go on it a weekend? And what hear you? You know, within a, a few years, within like maybe three years, I broke my first world record in the 56 point weight for distance. Yep. Uh, 
that was one of the events that it, it, it come uh, quicker than the others. And uh, then, you know, the 28 was coming and uh, I was breaking records. So the guys, they'll be talking in the morning, you say, oh, yeah, and, uh, Francis at Highland Games, he, he broke a he broke a ground record. And they'll be like, he broke a record. And, and then and some of them was Jeff Kepps' records. Sure. Ground records. Yep. And uh, Jeff's like a household name in, in, in Britain. And here's me at 5'10", you know. Yeah. Uh, small guy. And... Uh, they're like, no, no, that's kind of a right. No, it's, he's making this up, you know. And I, yeah. I had to laugh to myself. And then even when it was in the newspapers, they still couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, it, it, again, this, this guy, you know, uh, again, fellow worker, again, he's actually gone out and he's, he's setting records and what he and And I even, I've even seen uh, uh, people coming to events for I've been at, competing and watching and then after a while leaving. Now, you're on about people d- down, putting people, again, putting people down and, and what, I've, I've seen it firsthand. And Hamish sure. Davidson, I remember Hamish uh, relaying to me uh, when he was younger as well, people would actually come to, hoping to see him get beat. Oh, you know, I, I just, yep. I just could, I couldn't get over it, you know? Yeah. But I, I, yep. I've experienced it myself. And I, I would say to, to, to the people listening out there and is getting involved in the sport, you know, it doesn't matter what you do, it's going to take time. You're not going to be, again, a Highland Games athlete in a year to, to, to reach a, a top look. It's going to take time to hone your skills in each of the throwing disciplines and it all comes together. But stick with it. Keep on going. If you put in the hard work, the time, the dedication, it's all going to pay off. And hey, if you get, if you don't do so well in one games, there's always the next games. It's nearly like you still just one a year. Right. There's always the next games, and just keep on going and keep on going. And that's what fed me. You know, if I could beat, that was even I'm more determined than ever, and I'm going to come back and I'm going to do better. I'm, I'm going to be thrown further. And uh, that's the mentality you, you've got. You've got to have winning, terrier-like determination to, 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 to just get on with and, and, and keep going and keep on moving forward, you know? You, you oh, have yeah. to. Yeah. Um, you know, when we talk about all these things in the making of a champion, I mean, what we've just talked about for the last 15 minutes is like, uh, it, it, it's almost like putting together a book of standards. And... You know, I, I, I try to be very firm with people. You know, one thing I like about when we talk about here, we might bring up the issue, but we always leave you with a multitude of uh, solutions to think about, to chew on. And, you know, I can't say to people more and more, you know, a few things is, you know, belief. Uh, you can equate it. It's really the same thing as faith. Um, you can have faith in God or whomever or whatever it is you want. But you have to have an undying belief in yourself and your abilities because no one out there is going to do that but you. And then secondly, your discipline. You have to be disciplined. Now, I've been going over a lot of things about with the show. And obviously, we want to get a lot of advertising in here and we want to become very formable uh, locally here where... I can start training more people again because um, 
I don't, you know, unless it's somebody I really know, uh, I don't want to work for anybody. Again, I can't stand it. That's why I got out of what I was doing. I mean, but I was making big money. And this discipline that I have is the only reason why I've even lasted anywhere on the outside. Why? It's not a race to see if I can outlast them or whatever. Anything I do, I do well, believe me. Why? Because it's that standard and belief I've built in myself. So if it meant I was going to go out and pick up garbage somewhere, I would be the best you've ever seen. Now, that doesn't matter to a lot of people. And I'm going to give this right back to Francis because I want to hear what he says. Well, but, I've, got, I've got to agree with you because uh, uh, I, I try to be the best in, in everything I do. Exactly. Everything. You, you know, it wasn't just in sports. But right. Just everything uh, I, I try to be the best in. And in, uh, in a dot. Uh, and I, I, I think it it, uh, it it carries on through life. Oh yeah, you know it, oh, yeah. it carries on. Uh, but and, uh, but Francis, let me ask you this. You know, obviously we have a different measure of life. We, I'm sure you and I look at things a lot differently than a lot of people out in the world. And we've also cultivated, uh, you know, as I say, you know, planting the seeds between that, that six inches between your ears, which is your subconscious mind. But what, do you, what is it you think? I mean, you know, you and I have talked enough now online and offline. We got an idea about one another. What do you think it is? What's the commonality that you and I share in a lot of people where, you know, I know a lot of people won't do it. They don't think it's worth their time. You know, we could say, are they lazy or they not hungry? Because you got to be very hungry outside and inside what we do, because the, the lifting is everything to me. It's translated over every boundary of my life, no matter what it is. What is it, though? What What is it that we've got or we formed that most people don't have, in your opinion? Uh, well, for me, you know, I, I, I was looking to do something. I didn't know what until I found it. But uh, it was in me to, to uh, I, I wanted to compete in something. Uh, I wanted to be successful in it, whatever I did. And I found it, which was Highland Games. Yep. Uh, and, and you've got to, you've got to, to have dedication, at the commitment, mm-hmm. uh, ongoing. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's it it, it consumes you. Yeah. You know, but in a in a good way. It, yep. it consumes you. It, it's it's consumed my life. It's. Uh, you know, Highland Games has, has been a big part of my life. Training's been a big part, and it still is a big part of my life, even though I'm, I'm near to, you know, I just keep fit. But it's still a big part of my life. It's it's daily. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just, everything's just carried on, and it's, it's continuing, and it's actually still, uh, the passion is still growing. It, you know, it's... Uh, 
it's uh, something for a very young age. Yeah, I knew I knew I would do I knew it. I would do sports. I knew it for a very young age. I didn't know what, but I knew I would do sports. Mm-hmm. And uh, I finally found it, and uh, the love of the sport, you know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The, the the love of it. That's that's the only way I can explain it. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, it, it's it's still there. It's it's still growing. It gets stronger every year. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, it'll be women forever. <laughs> well, and, that, and that's why I want to ask you this, too, because I think about this a lot, and I think you really should. Can you imagine your life with it ever without it? No. Yeah, no. there you go. No, it has totally consumed my life. And, yep. uh, uh it's just something that I got started in, and it, you know, I just want. I thought, great, this is great, uh, just to compete in games. But then, it slowly you can, uh, you could say, it took me over. Yeah. You know, uh, the, just the traveling and everything, competing in competitions, meeting different people. You know, it's uh, it's it's great. It's I, a great. Yeah. Really, yeah. It's a great. I, I'm to me, I'm living the life. Hell yeah! Hell, you, you know. know I, I, Go ahead. I lived. I was living the life. You know, I did it for eighteen years, but fourteen years full time. That's all I did. Yep. Uh, parked the job in, and I thought, wow, this is this is fantastic. Yeah. And it's still continues. To me, I'm still I'm still living the life, being involved in Highland Games, and stones of strength, and everything. It's it's fantastic. You know. Yeah, and and you yeah. know what? You're you're bringing this sport everywhere, and and like I said, we were talking, you know, about midpoint of the show. Is this? The popularity of this stuff is growing, growing, growing. And I think, well, I'm talking America here. I don't watch, I I watch an occasional Yankee game, but I don't watch NBA. I don't watch NFL. I do like hockey on occasion, but I'm always looking through CBS to see if I can find the old school WSMs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I see the sports here a lot because of the negativity and a lot of the poor examples out there. They're all dying on the vine. This is why everything is moving over to Europe, because especially the NFL, they're trying to tap that to bring in the revenue they need. Um, this is why I feel the Highland Games the stone lifting, whether you want to put it into the gathering, the art blares, you know, anything that's famous, all this stuff has roots into the past so deeply. I think, I think people are looking for this stuff. I think there's a lot of people that are very bankrupt with everything. And I mean, life, these things root you into the past and the future. That's where I see everything going. And I think this is the greatest thing to see these sports starting to grow in popularity because you never know where it could go, where it could lead to. And I, I look at that with everything in my life. Today you wake up, as I say, the minute I pop out of bed, my feet are on the floor, I feel great opportunity. That's what I talk about. Because yeah. I think every day we live, we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to make big on what we want to do. And we have an opportunity, and I, I feel not only an opportunity, but I feel myself, 
I want to give back to people like crazy. I feel obligated in, in a way. Not, I, I don't know if I want to say obligated, but in some ways. I feel that I've been very lucky for a long time, but I've worked very hard to get to where I've gotten and everything. But I'm hoping this show, and I know it does, and, and when you're on and everybody else, you know, we're really giving back. We're here giving people an opportunity to learn things. We're teachers here. You, myself, everybody. That's what I call it. It's like teaching 101 here. Every time we come on, we are teachers. And I know there might be other things people say, well, I like this too and that. My whole thing is the more you learn, the more you teach yourself, and the more you learn outside, the better you're going to be. And, you know, as we always say with the Husafel, well, maybe turn it 45 degrees and suddenly something that wouldn't come off the ground comes up now. It's mm-hmm. all that might be, a 45-degree click and away you go. So there is nothing out there that is not an opportunity. And when you have people around, you know, I know like Charlie says, and I think it's awesome. So, And I know a guy that got pretty insulted by it. But I remember, um, you know, they'll see guys, you know, everybody's helping each other out. And I remember Charlie said, you know, maybe you want to put more of yourself on the lighter stone or move forward, whatever it be. And I believe when you do that, you're going to pull both of them off the ground. Well, it usually happens most of the time. It's like, how are you setting up? How are you doing things? It goes right across the board in your life, you know. Are you getting up in the morning and and talking about opportunity? Or have you hit the snooze button five times before you get up? You know, know, I said this. This is something I I run up against a lot. But I do it because it startles people so much. I'll be going in somewhere in the morning. Good morning. How are you today? You know, they're like startled the majority of them. And you know what I'll tell you that most of them say? Life sucks. And you know what I say to them, my response, have a nice day and keep going. Okay? Yeah. Because I don't know what what's happening or why you talk like that, but I don't want that in my mind or my life. I did that just to see what was going on with you. And you can read it. And this happens yeah. more times than not. So, you know, that's the idea, especially here. You know, I can't yeah. change your mind in one 60-minute show. But if you listen to what we're talking about for one full year, I guarantee you your mind will never be the same again, and you will go out and do the things. That's what I want to do here, whether it's Stones, Highland Games, power rack training, squatting, trap bar, deadlift. I don't care what it is. Log overhead, Olympic lifting. What I want to do here with everybody is this. I want all these people, I don't care what age they are, If you're on the fence about something we're talking about, I want you to get off the fence and go out and find out where can I get the apparatchik I need or where could I go or who could I talk to that could get me started, okay? That's the most important thing, I think, to me. Out of all this stuff, this is the thing that means the most to me because you know what? I said it the other day in a show. I and everybody associated here, I don't know if they all know, but we're leaving a legacy here that's going to be around long after we're all gone. And when this goes in the hands of whomever after me, 
I, I will not go with somebody that doesn't have the same passion. It could be one of my nieces that do it. I don't know. But this is very important. Look at Walt Disney. Think about that. Look at the legacy he's left. Long gone. And anybody you listen to who speaks with inspiration, thought, or anything, the one thing I've heard from the best of the best is this. Have your dream bigger than anything you feel you could ever do. And every time you think about it, grow it bigger. Knowing that you'll never match it because it's beyond. It could be three more lifetimes. But when you go after things like that and think like that, you're going to have the biggest and the best ever in your lifetime. Go ahead. Say anything you want. Yeah, yeah. You've uh, you got to set yourself goals, dreams, whatever, yep. and uh, and uh, uh, once you reach whatever, then you got to set your yourself more goals. I've got a few more uh, goals that, that I'm working on just now, and yep. uh, hopefully in the near future, everything's going to 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 come together or not. Uh, you know, getting back to you're talking about the, the Europe, yeah. yeah. The Highland Games, Stones of Strength, are yep. all taken off in Europe. Yep. Because of the, you know, the, the culture is so interesting, the Scottish culture, the history, uh, you know, uh, it draws a lot of people. You see them at the, the games. Uh, yeah. So all backgrounds could c- come into, to, uh, you know, w- whether it be the games, whether it be the clans or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all, it's, it's all the history. And, I can see it, uh, you know, in the last, say, 25 years or so, I've seen mm-hmm. the 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 influx of athletes. It's been incredible Yeah, uh, coming into the sport. Again, and all the different master's classes, new classes added, lightweight classes added. It, it just shows you j- j- just how popular it is. How big and it's 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 still growing the world over, you know. Oh, without a doubt, over, it's, yeah. it is growing, you know. And uh, uh, I can I can see it the in the near future. Uh, I've got an event that's taking place in October, right? Uh, here in Orange County, California, San Clemente. It's going to be the 13th, 14th October, and it's the finals for the All-American Stones of Strength. Okay. Competition, got a great lineup, fantastic lineup of athletes. Uh, it's going to be competing. And, uh, and the women's All-American Strength Games, a combination of throwing uh, and, and strength events together, finishing off with uh, Highland Games uh, after that. So to like understand the... So we've got in the, the men's and women's competition going Saturday, Sunday. Men's event, women's event. We can't give the athletes a break in between. Yep. And then we're going to finish off with uh, the Highland Games in the, in the evening. And uh, I'm bringing over the film crew for Hungary. Yep. And Adam Daraj, he's coming over okay. uh, too. And uh, going to be filmed in the two shows. And I'm hoping... It, uh, these shows, you know, it'll be aired in, in the Europe Air social media. Yeah. What I'm what I'm trying to do is to try and, and, and get them aired here in America. Yep. Here to 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 promote the the Stones of Strength, men's and women's, 
and the women's, you know, their competition is it is fantastic. Yeah. The, the, the the feedback I got for the 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 competition last year uh, here in San Clemente with the women, yeah, because looking at some of them, you would think they're like hairdressers, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful yep, 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 beautiful women. Yep. Like uh, like uh, you mentioned earlier, uh, uh, Leah Holly Holly uh, yeah, Key. And beautiful lassie. Yep. And uh, looking at her, you, unreal. Yeah. You wouldn't think that she's she's a, a strong woman, a powerful woman. Here you are. She's she's a, the first woman to to to, to lift the Denny stones. You you get evidence. You know the stones is yep. is right right up off of the the ground there. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Francis. She weighs. She she talked about you know the bigger women she competes against. Against Lee, only weighs 147 pounds. Uh, that's that's in- incredible. When Isn't I saw it? that picture, Eric, I was yeah. totally blown away. I thought, my yeah. goodness, beautiful, my beautiful goodness. woman. I, I I think that um, you know, she already told me she'll be at the gathering next year with no straps on the dinnies. Um, and I wow. will, and I will tell you this: it wouldn't surprise me to see her do it. Number one, and. You know, she's got the whole thing. I mean, um, I think I, – I don't know what she does, if she has somebody managing her or whatever, but I'll tell you right now, she's really got an opportunity to punch her ticket big time, especially if she comes back and hits it twice. And she yeah. told me that, you know, she really wants to move back to Scotland because that's where she was born, not Australia. All right? So um, there's a lot going on with her, and, um, well – she, I think she's going to be doing a project with Charlie and Stevie and I. So, um, yeah, it's amazing stuff. And I, I, I love the idea. You know, you're out promoting stuff that is just fantastic. And it gives not only younger women an opportunity to admire these great athletes, but it also shows, you know, you don't have to be a 300-pound woman to do this stuff, you know, you can be 147 pounds like Lee, yeah. because too many people are just so damn easily like, oh, I'm not as big as them, so I can't do it. That's bull. So, you know, that's the whole thing with everything. And I love just the leadership qualities that so many of these athletes espouse. And it's nice to see that they are giving back, especially to the potential up and comings. I'll tell you something. I'll give it right to you, and we'll we'll finish up. You know, I think the world of Charlie Oliphant. I mean, everyone. I don't know if everyone knows, but Francis and I are both mutual friends of Charlie's, and Charlie represents the Highland Games under Francis's tutelage there. And you look at his son Lawrence, and Charlie and I have talked about this on the air and off the air. And the people that he has met and the things that he's done already, you know, at eight years old. And, you know, Charlie isn't bashful about saying it. If Lawrence sticks with this, he potentially could be the youngest uh, teen to ever lift the Denny Stones, in both of our opinions. This kid is unbelievable. And, you know, the funny thing is this, Francis. I said, you know, we see pictures of him. He's with, you know... Zadrunas, or this guy, or that guy, and all the big Scottish names out there. 
Yeah. And I said to him, what does he think? Does he recognize what, what this stuff is? And you know what he says to me? It's funny. We always laugh. He goes, Eric, he thinks that's just daily life. Think about that. I mean, yeah. I've never even met Zadruna Savickas. I'm sure you probably have. But my point is, you talk about what, what a great thing. Great. Right, it's all yours. Take it away. Yeah, well, what Charlie's doing, when you th- think about it, what he's promoting yep. is modern-day manhood. Yep. Now, you think, here centuries ago, from lifting a stone into a wall at waist height or, uh, you know, different feats, here he is yep. rekindling that yep. and taking it through the country, promoting stones of strength, modern day manhood and i think it's fantastic and it's it's as we said here this is going to be instilled into them yep uh, and uh, you know for year to year they're going to say hey i'm going to lift the next stone up i'm going to lift you know you know yeah it's inst- great you know that's going to be instilled in them i'm going to do the lot yeah you know, before you know it you've got a whole new era uh modern day stone lifters i agree and no. you know what? You know what the great thing too, Francis, is this: they're learning from people that are exceptional athletes and thinkers and all that. These kids are learning from actual stone lifters. It's not some joker, you know, that's on Facebook that's showing you his best lift, or maybe it's like, well, it was okay. He got he muscled it up. These kids are learning from actual stone lifters who have had multitudes of success and are right there watching their every move. Um, Mm -hmm. That's how you become great. You know, you got to go out and make your mistakes and bounce around and learn things. But let me tell you, you and I both know, if you've got established people around you, you learn correctly, you begin to think correctly. And like you said, okay, I lifted this stone this year. I'm going to shoot for the next one next year. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's just a win-win all the way around. And, you know, if these kids stay with it, I'd love to see what they're going to be 10 years from now because at that point they're going to be entering college, the majority. Yeah. It, it, it's exciting stuff. Um, yeah. Anything you want to add, summarize anything, um, why don't you give out the website that's going to be coming up and anything, we know you got something going on in October with the Highlands, anything like that. Um, I'll give my info out, and we'll wind it up, and we'll get ready. Uh, we'll have a new show coming up next month, my friend. Yeah. Well, we've got the HighlandGamesAthlete.com. This is a new uh, website. It's been designed by Dan Williams. Dan Williams, uh, uh, professional, former professional Highland Games uh, athlete. And uh, this is going to be a ranking system. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a ranking system for the athletes, and the IHGF is going to have their own uh, space there on the, on the site for the the IHGF uh, Highland Games rankings because we've got in like 22, 23 countries affiliated with IHGF, mm-hmm. and uh, all this will be used as a as a uh, a qualifying base uh, for athletes for the the World Championships, and. Uh, and other competitions too, and there's also going to be a section on it uh, later. We're still in the work on it for uh, Stones of Strength as well awesome. on the website. And uh, uh, the next event coming up is going to be the Great Plains uh, Renaissance Highland Games 
festival, and that's going to be held in Wichita, Wichita, in Kansas. Uh, uh, and that's a two-day event. And uh, uh, the winner at competition that goes forward to the to the World Championships next year. As you know, the World Championships is going to be held in Brazil, France. We've had it in, in the fifth or Norway for the last several years. Yep. And uh, the winner will not only get to the World Championships, it'll be part of a World Series. A World Series is the first time a World Series has ever been staged for amateur athletes. All expenses paid. Wow. Uh, Brazil, France. Beautiful city. And it can cast a lot of wall down. Dates back a thousand years. It's like being in a fairy tale. It's it's mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's part of World Championships is, is going to be held. Then we're going to fifth or Norway for the World Team Championships. A World Team Championships. The athletes are so used to be competing against one another. Now they're going to work as a team together. Wow. Uh, competing uh, alongside one another, spurring one another on. So it's going to be a great competition too. Then to uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. Wow. Never been to Switzerland before. Wow. And uh, looking forward to that very much. And uh, there's a possibility that uh, there might be another one or two games could possibly be added. To that. I don't want to say anything until it's 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 for sure. Okay. Post another one or two, and this is going to be again. This is going to be filmed for TV, social media, and uh, I'm 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 going to be trying to to try and get these shows aired here in America. Yep. Uh, possible again. It all comes down to. Uh, funding for the shows and stuff, but I'm I'm going to and, and uh, try and make us happen to to promote that and and for the Stones of Strength too also you know sure yeah. so that's that's what we got going on and okay. then uh, next one will be the lightweight World Championships lightweight World Championships is going to uh, take place in uh, Boise and okay. that's going to be and the first weekend of November, if I remember right, I've got so much uh, games, it's, it's hard to keep track of everything <laughs> in mind, you know. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been a, a great series uh, uh, of games uh, this year, especially with the, the IHGF leading up to the finals. Looking forward to that next weekend. And it's a great uh, group uh uh, judges and officiates, uh, the event there. Looking forward to that and uh, to the rest of the season. And uh, looking forward on building the games uh, and uh, hopefully establishing some new competitions in, in some different countries. Yep. Uh, there's a few that I'm, I'm, I'm currently working on. It would be great if. Uh, if, if it comes off, yep. uh, but uh, just uh, perseverance and uh, continuing on and, and keeping everything going. I know? agree. Totally. Yeah. You got anything else, my friend? Yeah, I think that's, that's uh, everything for, for now. Okay. Uh, well, you'll be on next yeah. month. Yeah, and you'll be on next month, and I'm sure you'll have more news. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Um, this show will be up tomorrow. Um, it's either going to be up before I go out and work out or it will be up in the afternoon. So look for it because, um, obviously, it's an exceptional show. 
Uh, you talk about gold. You need to listen to this show a hundred times. I guarantee you, you'll pick a new piece of gold out every time you listen to it. If there's a show you like Francis and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.RR.com, and I'm sure we can do anything. I will uh, talk to him, and I'm sure we can come up with anything you want. There's nothing here short of topics, and obviously with Francis all over the world, We've always got some type of news about what's going on in this big sport. So there's always plenty of stuff. Um, This is what I'm going to leave you with, especially. You know, we talk about – you heard what we talked about today. I mean, just exceptional things about perseverance, decision-making, belief. These are the things that you need to really listen to and hear, okay? It's not the stuff that says you can't do it. Why do you want to do it? You'll never get it. You know, why are you wasting your time? There's way too much of that in the world. You're never going to hear that here. We're behind you 100% whether we're in your living room or you're listening to us on the radio. That's what winners do. That's how winners talk. So remember this. You're all winners. You're all champions. And you're all unstoppable. And everybody asked me, why do you say that? I said, Think about those three sentences. That's what you need to hear. That's what you need to be telling your kids. And that's how you need to live, among many other things. And we're diving into more and more. We aren't even down to the bottom of the ocean by any means. And we're going to keep going deeper, deeper, and deeper. Believe me. Um, So, Francis, it's always an honor having you on. I thank you. and your friendship means more to me than you'll ever know. And it's always an honor to have you on, sir. Well, it's great being on your show and uh, just covering whatever we talk about. It, it's it's great. And uh, I like listening to your show. Thanks. And uh, it's, it's fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Anytime. Um, like I said, the show will be up tomorrow. Um, life's asking something from you. It's up to you to go out and fulfill who you are and what you are. And more than anything, you know, uh, say hello to somebody. Be kind to somebody, Tay. It's not going to hurt you, and especially strong people where they wear it on the outside. Show your class from the inside and show people that you're just not an empty suit. That is the most important thing that we bring from this show. So, for Francis Brebner, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. Francis will be on next month with us. And go out and do something special. That's what it's all about. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Uh, Let me see here. What did I do here? Did I cut that off?